Righto, speaking of lifesavers, this is an interesting thing. The um, uh, Tonsley Innovation District has been designed for all sorts of reasons. The man who's in charge of it, actually born here in uh, here in Adelaide, we're talking about very much a local, Vince uh, Richter. Vince, good afternoon and welcome. You've uh, you've never done this wireless, this radio thing before, so so welcome to your first ever session. Thank you, Pilko. Now, tell us, what's this uh, Tonsley Development Project? For those of us who are not really familiar with us, in layman's terms, what's it all about? Sure. Uh, the, the project started in 2012 when the government purchased the site off Mitsubishi in 2010. Oh, the old Mitsubishi site up there yes, at Tonsley. Yes. Yeah. The top of South Road. Road. Top of South Road, yeah. 61 hectares. Yeah. Uh, and the government purchased the site to create uh, what's called the Tonsley Innovation District. And the Tonsley the, Innovation yeah. District. And yeah. first and foremost, it was about creating jobs yeah. more in the high-value manufacturing sector. So when the car When you say the high-value manufacturing sector, sorry to interrupt, but for those of us who don't know what that means. So very uh, briefly, high-value means low-volume, Yeah. high-value. So it's things like you know, where you put in a lot of research, design, technical IP into creating a product which really can't be replicated uh-huh. very easily or elsewhere. So these are locally made products or products from all around the world? Uh, predominantly locally made or yeah. locally designed products, yeah. yes. But many of the businesses at Tonsley have a presence around the world. So what sort of businesses are there? What sort of things are you developing? Business? Examples of uh-huh. businesses are Zeiss, for example. Zeiss which is, is what? is a German company. They yeah. make started out making lenses for yeah. glasses, but yeah. they... That's a small component of what they do. They yeah. actually make lenses um, and uh, similar products for uh, telescopes, microscopes, um, machines that make uh, uh, software, all those type of things. So and what things can you add to that development of this German company? Well, we create the space for them to come to. Uh-huh. We create uh, the, the precinct whereby they can come and grow as a business. So when you speak to Zeiss, they will say, we can't do it on our our own. We can't employ everyone we'd like to employ. So we want to be in a curated precinct which allows us to tap into other expertise in other businesses to develop our business and to grow our business. So this is where we come to the innovation precinct and setting up an ecosystem which allows that exchange of of ideas to happen. Does it uh, result in the employment of a lot of extra people or uh, rural experts in a particular field? Uh, Well, well, it does, and and we focus on that high value. It doesn't mean to say that all the jobs that are created there are high value, but it's about supporting those businesses. Yeah. Uh, So we... We, when the government approved the project, we have a objective of creating six thousand jobs on site. So when Mitsubishi, as many as that, as many as six thousand, yes. Yeah. When Mitsubishi closed, they had a thousand jobs um, yeah. on site when they announced their closure in two thousand and eight. And um, we've now got about eighteen hundred jobs on site, and that's full time jobs every day located at Tonsley. A lot of us, you know, wouldn't know about this. Yeah, that's it's very Adelaide, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's eighteen hundred jobs. Yes. In the old Mitsubishi factory up there on the top of South Road. Absolutely. Right. This is um this is from Natasha. Uh, the question for Vince is: the Tonsley precinct. Uh, are you looking to hire staff, and in what areas would you be looking to hire staff from Natasha? So. As as working for the government, working for a new LSA, we're we're setting up the precinct. Um, so we have a very small team of about eight people working with Renewal SA as the master planners, as delivering the infrastructure, creating the allotments um, and the space for businesses to buy. 
or to lease. So we don't actually employ um, people in those businesses. Yeah. They do that themselves. So the people actually base there, they do the employment. Correct. Right. So okay. businesses yeah. come there, they either you know lease a building or they build their own building and they run their business from the site in what we call a curated precinct. And we there's four key sectors that we focus on uh, because when I say curated, those, those sectors are very important. So like-minded businesses come there. Uh, right. to, to further their oh, business. I see, you're right. So we call it a related variety of businesses. Yeah. So they have enough in common to feel comfortable to talk to each right, other, right. to have that relationship. So they've got enough in common without being competitive. Correct. Yeah. And then the difference allows them to value add to each other. Right. So one business might have a deficiency that another business is strong oh, in, so right. they will work together. So they can swap expertise effectively. Absolutely. And yeah. absolutely, and that's why having the education, having Flinders and TAFE there, is so important as well because oh, they, they know, yeah, close value by. add to that. Right. Well, Flinders is actually on the site. They Has this sort of project uh, been implemented overseas? Did you copy it from somewhere else? Uh, yeah, we 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 can't say it's it's our idea. It it's certainly a um, uh, uh, methodology that is used overseas, uh, innovation districts, and there's a large number of them. And we're part of the Global Institute of Innovation Districts, but certainly we are the first innovation district in Australia. Uh, and employing 1,800 people at the moment. So far, yeah. and growing, and growing every day. And growing. If you've got a question for Vince about the project, and gee, there's some questions out there, by all means give us a ring, 8223 0000, that number of ours. Um, Pilko and Vince, this is from Graham. Given that Tonsley, this is an interesting one, Vince, given yeah. that Tonsley is a former automotive manufacturing site, do you envisage that this industry could once again return to South Australia? <laughs> You're shaking your head, I oh, can see. <laughs> I'm a very simple project manager. I'm oh, not in out. economic development. I, you, can, you can never say never. Uh -huh. um, and, you know, it, it depends on the nature, I, I suppose, of that industry. I think we, we make um, the Brabham's. Here, oh, you do. Um, well, we don't, but yeah, you know, yeah, they're made uh, here. They're, yeah. they're made here, but in terms of large-scale automation of, of you know vehicles, you know, it's not really my area, but I wouldn't have thought not. We're right. more about the high-value um, side of the production chain rather than the kind of, I suppose, putting widgets together. Um, and and look, at at the moment, Tonsley is about the clustering of these businesses. We have about over, we have around about fifty businesses located at Tonsley. At the moment. Vince, why haven't we heard much about it? Are you deliberately trying to keep it low key or no, nobody's, no. Uh, people have thought this no. is too high tech, this is too complicated um, to try and explain? Um, oh, look, I think it's a very Adelaide thing. We're very humble, I suppose. We get, we get delegations from all over Australia and all over the world, obviously pre-COVID. That will come back again after COVID. But we get, as I said, delegations from all over the place coming to Adelaide to see how it's done. And to see how it's done well, you know, and we're doing this in our own backyard. Right. Um, and, and the other explanation, I suppose, is Tonsley was closed yeah. for about 50 years. You know, you needed a pass. Or you there was always a, a lot of speculation as to what would happen with the site. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but before that, you know, it was, it was a private site, so you yeah. couldn't get onto the site. So it was a major barrier, I suppose. And I think there's still a, an element of that out there. People not sure or don't know that you can get into the site, but you can. It's, it's open to the public. It is open to the absolutely. public. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, thought, I thought it would have been... No, uh, no, wrong it's, um, again. I, no. I, I just thought, no, the stuff you're doing there, and the the, the the companies, the manufacturers who are there, would like to keep it very quiet, very no. low key. No, not at all. No? Not at all. It's oh, right. uh, it's it's a, a site that is now 
open to the public, has been for many years now. Our job as a Renewal SA is to create the physical space, but also to bring the businesses together. So we curate that, um, but we create the physical assets where this innovation can take place. So we build the roads, we build the public room, we've kept the main assembly building, so where they actually used to put the, the Chryslers and then the Mitsubishis together. Yeah. So that was an 11 hectare building. It was the biggest building in the Southern Hemisphere for many decades. Yeah. We've kept about seven hectares of that. So um, guided tours are available? Vince? We can do that, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and And... Under the, what we call the main assembly building there, it's a wonderful space. We get community groups through there. We get the public through there. It's growing. Right. Um, it's a basically a big space under a big shelter whereby businesses are building pods to run their business oh, in there. Okay. This is from Dave. He said, um, can you ask your guest, Pilko? Well, this is uh, our guest is, uh, is Vince. Um, is there any similarity between uh, the uh, this Tonsley project you're talking about and Lot 14 down there on North Terrace? There is. There in is. terms of it's it's very much curated. So when I say curated, I mean we very much target the type of businesses that go into the precincts and we need to do that to protect... So this is not open slather. This is somebody thinking, oh, no. Correct. It's not open slather. And at right. Tonsley, for example, we have a suitability matrix whereby you have to be one of four key sectors to get into the precinct. What are those sectors? And the reason why we say that is because we... Uh, it's It comes back to that related... Uh. Uh, but different type businesses again. So those four key sectors that we call all of them high on. tech. Yeah. So health and medical devices, yeah. assist, assistive technologies. I'll give you an example of that. For those of us who've got hearing aids, the, the little plugs. You are young enough not to have them. Little plugs that Getting you can't it. get a hold of. Even the people that Amplifon are having difficulty. And I said, why? I mm. said, is it just me? They said, no. Believe it or not, they are manufactured in China. Mm. And all of a sudden, the supplies dried up. Correct. And I thought, these are simple little plastic plugs, for God's sake. And mm. they said, yes, nobody has thought, righto, there is a demand. There's three quarters of a million of us who actually have a hearing mm. difficulty. Mm. And, and all of a sudden, they weren't available from China. Mm. And yeah. that's just one small one little absolute. element. Yeah. So with, with COVID, obviously, it's, it, it is driving some manufacturing back onshore. But, but with those four sectors, so it's health and medical devices, yeah. it's clean tech and renewable energy. Clean tech and, and renewable, renewable energy. energy. A big thing at the moment, yeah. Yes, automation, software and simulation. What does that mean? Uh, so Sage, for example, who's a great South Australian company, they do a lot of the traffic light signalling, that t- kind of stuff. So yeah. that, that's automation um, largely at work there. Things that we take for granted. Nearly. Things you take for granted, but uh, which are very specific, very technical, very, you know, uh, high value. I think we've all had a whinge on a weekend of thinking, why are the traffic lights still bloody red? There's no cars yep. coming through. Yep. It's Saturday afternoon. Yep. Uh, and you're thinking uh, somebody on. should reprogram yeah. it. I think they're getting there. There's yeah. obviously a lot of that. Okay. So that's takes time right and the last sector is mining and energy services and that's so big in this state of ours. Uh, that's massive and we have the state drill call library yeah. down at tonsley which is a, an amazing facility yeah if you've got some questions <laughs> there's some questions by all means give us a ring eight double two three double oh double oh is that number of ours on this monday afternoon it's a quarter to two now each week on rowie's sports show get the very latest on who's fighting fit and who's falling flat with rowie's injury report it's the absolute latest from both the crows and the power thanks to western hospital the type of quality care you deserve westernhospital.com.au thanks to light and easy australians of all ages can enjoy their choice of delicious nutritious meals in the comfort and safety of their own home especially those of us getting a little older as we need to keep eating well to age well 
If you or someone close to you could benefit by having Light and Easy's delicious, healthy meals delivered to their door, visit lightandeasy.com.au or call us on 13 15 12. You're invited to an evening of food from around the world. Wine tastings and product demonstrations, including the latest from Miele, Asco, Neff and Smeg. It's all to celebrate the relaunch of the newly renovated Mr. Dishwasher Adelaide Appliance Gallery showroom. Save the date, June the 2nd at Mr. Dishwasher Adelaide Appliance Gallery. It promises to be a night of cooking inspiration and kitchen innovation. Numbers are limited, so book now at adelaideappliancegallery.com.au. Getting vaccinated against COVID-19 is the best way to protect yourself and your loved ones and to keep our state safe. Those currently eligible include people over 50, healthcare and allied health workers, aged care and disability staff and people with an underlying medical condition. Book now at one of our new clinics across Metro and Regional SA or at local GPs and respiratory clinics. To book, visit covidvaccine.sa.gov.au. A message from the Government of South Australia. Hi, I'm Izzy and my family runs St Louis Home Care, which was started by my great-grandma 75 years ago. I wanted to introduce you to Deb, a carer and our receptionist. She's great. Hi, Izzy. Deb, you've been at St Louis for 10 years. What do you love about it? Oh, it's a great family-friendly environment and everyone's happy. That's because St Louis got them covered. With everything from shopping and meals to gardening and home maintenance. And don't forget the social activities. Google St Louis Home Care to find out how my family can help take care of yours. There was a time when I'd put up with overcooked steak. I'd look for the least expensive meal on the menu and yet I'd pay over the odds for the sake of fashion. I was even prepared to drink cheap wine once. (laughs) But you reach a stage in life when you're no longer prepared to compromise. And that's why I choose Call Me Continents products. Drier, more comfortable, more discreet. Call Me. C-O-R-M-I-E. Confidence without compromise. Ray White Business Sales SA and Business SA. Both are experts at what they do. So they've formed an alliance to help you. Whether you're buying or selling a business or somewhere in between, they'll work together, making sure the business you're going to sell or buy is in top shape. Ray White Business Sales SA and Business SA, experts in business support and sales, ready to help you achieve your goals. Call them today, 8300 0000. Hi, it's Jane Riley. You won't want to miss the Luxaflex Mid-Year Event at Rundle Blinds and Curtains, Adelaide's premier window furnishings company. Right now, get 20% off a range of beautiful Luxaflex blinds, shutters and awnings. Rundle Blinds is the Luxaflex most awarded store nationally, winner of the prestigious Gallery of the Year no less than five times. It's for a strictly limited time at Rundle Blinds and Curtains, Kings Park, your local award-winning Luxaflex gallery dealer. Rundleblinds.com.au Scraped your caravan? Walker Crash Repairs, an RAA-approved caravan crash repairer. This is Tony Pilkington. It's uh, 11 minutes to 2 on this Monday afternoon. Our guest uh, is uh, Vince Richter. Vince uh, joined Renewal SA about 10 years ago, and Vince is the project director which is currently leading two major development projects. We're talking about the uh, the Tonsley Innovation District and also the Port Adelaide Renewable Project. Uh, Vince, uh, the Port Adelaide, uh, we've talked about Tonsley Park. What's going yes. on down to Port Adelaide? Uh, Port Adelaide, very different to Tonsley, obviously. Um, yeah. Port Adelaide... Um, 
was a project that, well, it, it's been languishing for a long time, ever since, I, I suppose, containerisation. So when right. the boats didn't have to come into the inner harbour, oh, right. you know, where you had all the facilities and the pubs and yeah, to cater yeah. for all the fishermen and all that kind of stuff. And then the second, I suppose, uh, 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 thing which killed time, uh, Port Adelaide was uh, Westlake's Mall. So the, Why? The, Why well, was the, the new exciting mall concept of having all of these retail oh, right, outlets okay. in a mall. Yeah. You yeah. don't have to worry yeah. about it being 40 degrees or pouring, you know, cats and dogs outside. Right. So that ripped the retail heart out of Port Adelaide. So ever since then, Port Adelaide's been struggling. We saw it a bit of a rebirth with Newport Keys, but that fell over due to the GFC and this fertiliser um, issue uh, explosion overseas. Um, there was a fertiliser plant down at Port Adelaide and all of a sudden that sort of killed development. That has now been relocated. Um, we now have a precinct plan which was undertaken by the, the previous government and that's been incorporated in council's development plan and that's now been rolling out. So Renewal SA had about 40 hectares of land to dispose of yeah. in accordance with that precinct plan, which was very much driven by the community. There's about three hectares left. And you're you're born in Adelaide, went to Adelaide University, got a, a degree in town planning from there. So you're, you're talking you're talking about areas that you grew up with, and you were yep. a kid and as a teenager and things like that. Yeah, very much. Very uh, much. So. Must must yeah. help. Um, we've got to, this is from uh, from Leslie Pilko. Can you please ask your guest if he knows how much funding is given to energy renewable research and development? Kind regards from Leslie. I. I can give you an example. I yeah, don't. I can just give you a Tonsley specific example, and that right. would be with the Hypersa facility, which was literally turned on a couple of weeks ago by the Premier, um, and that is about creating green hydrogen at Tonsley. Oh, we hear about this. Yes, yeah. and that was, I think, the, the state government put in, I think, it was four point seven million dollars towards that, together with Australian Gas Networks, right. um, and the federal government. Um, to actually manufacture hydrogen at Tonsley. So that is very much supported by the state and federal governments together with the private sector. But what we're doing there is creating green hydrogen. We've got Australia's biggest electric. Tell us about electrolyzer. green hydrogen. I read about it, I hear about <laughs> it, but I, I, if somebody were to say, okay, give us 50 words on green hydrogen, okay. I couldn't. So um, hydrogen is produced by electrolyzing water. So if you're uh, using recycled water uh, and and green electricity, so you know solar or wind powered electricity, yeah. you're creating hydrogen from green energy. Basically, and the hydrogen can then be used for as what? a fuel source. A fuel source. So hydrogen at times. So it's feasible. It's it's uh, not airy fairy stuff. No, it's. It's 100% feasible, and and what we're doing at Tonsley is demonstrating that by we're we're putting hydrogen, creating it at Tonsley, putting it into the existing reticulated gas network yeah. into Mitchell Park. So right. people are using green hydrogen. At someone's probably boiling the kettle with it at the moment. Um, so the manufacturer of this green hydrogen is is fairly cheap. Uh, it's it. The projections are that it will be cheaper yeah. um, in the future and very compa- compatible and and competitive with you know and all you need is water an availability Uh, of water water. and energy yeah to split the water to create hydrogen and and oxygen basically and the other thing we're doing simplification sorry vince is it a simplification to say this is the power source of the future uh well (laughs) 
You'd like I, to think I, so. I, I'm not an expert, but I'd like to think that is certainly part of the answer, yeah. and I'd say a big part because what the other what what we're doing with the hydrogen as well, it's being um, taken. We have tube trailers on site. It's taken by Bok. Yeah. It's taken up to Wyala, and it's used in the um, industry up there. Right. And previously, they had to get that hydrogen from Victoria. Now they're getting it from Adelaide, and it's saving on 130,000 kilometres in in truck transport per year. Just for a start. Yeah. This is from from Dennis. Um, Vince, he said, uh, some of the people that I speak to feel as though there is a perception out there that this innovation hubs or these innovation hubs are out of the reach of your everyday South Australians. What would your response be to that from Dennis? Oh, I'd say there's there's so many opportunities. Um, yeah. uh, you know, and speaking for Tonsi, that uh, you know, I do talk about high value manufacturing and and real expertise in real niche areas and low volume, high value, but everyone's welcome to Tonsi. It is a community space, but there's also lots of support jobs that go into supporting those high-value jobs. Right. Um, so, so you know, absolutely, there's opportunities for everyone. And just, if I got, you know, if people are interested in Tonsi, go to tonsi.com.au yeah. and have a look at what we're doing there. Get an understanding of the precinct and just see what opportunities there are available. Okay, so that uh, address again is what? At tonsley.com. Simple as that. Simple as that. And on that website, you could then organise a tour if you wanted to, conduct a tour? Yeah, there's an inquiries page. You can you can fill out that page, send it to us. We're more than happy to, you know, show people the, the amazing stuff that's happening out at Tonsley. We're very proud of it. Yeah. it it's, it's amazing for South Australia, um, so we're always happy to show it off. <laughs> has, uh, has COVID been a restriction? It is for so many other facets, so many other businesses, yeah. but especially for something like yours, so innovative and, and relying on probably employing people from interstate and things like that? Oh, certainly interstate visitors come over and, and you know, certainly MicroX, for example, was a, was a business that certainly could have gone interstate. Mm. They're now located at Tonsley and they've developed this amazing technology that means you can create nanocarbon uh, nanotubes and x-rays out of carbon. Right. And what that means is you can really reduce the size of x-ray machines, which means you can then make portable x-ray machines. And I'm talking yeah. about x-ray machines even in backpacks, yeah. um, which you could use, you know, think about the the, the applications for that. Uh-huh. Um, but that, that's a job that was managed to, 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 to stay in Adelaide and was being able to grow and expand um, in Adelaide. Um, so... That was one of the businesses that actually, as horrible it is to say, that benefited from COVID because a way of detecting if you have COVID um, and you need an X-ray to see what's going on in your lungs. So all of a sudden there was a global spike in demand for X-ray machines and certainly portable X-ray machines. So, you know, that business did well at Sage, which is located at Tonsley, um, um, has the... Uh, the, the license to manufacture those trolley spray machines at supermarkets, which are also now also being created at Tonsley, being exported um, to New Zealand as well, I understand. And certainly they're the only producer in the Australian market. And then Formcut, who who makes, this, you know, it might sound simple, but they make high-tech packaging for the defence industry. Yeah. So if you're moving stuff around the world, around the country, with multi-million dollar products, you have to make sure they're packed very well. Right. Um, and they diversified and pivoted to make face shields. Um, and PPE for nurses and doctors and those people on the front line. Yeah. Yeah. So very much in vogue at the moment, very much in demand because of the COVID tragedy. Well, we managed to, some businesses managed to pivot. Other, other businesses got an increase in demand, um, that they, they could see the opportunity. So, 
you know, out of a horrible situation, we've been lucky at Tonzo, I suppose. It's actually helped. Vince, boost. how do you determine that it is being successful by the number of people who are working there, by the by the innovation that comes out, by the breakthroughs? Yeah, What's the determinant? It's all of those things, Pilgo. And we have some pretty uh, simple um, uh, metrics to measure what we're doing. And yeah. I, suppose, I suppose the most simple one is the jobs. Yeah. So we have about 1,800 jobs. It, it was approved in 2012 by the Cabinet of South Australia, a 20-year project. Oh, 20-year project. 20-year project, but right. we'll be... They're giving you plenty of time well, then, we'll be they? well done and dusted before that, I can tell you that. So oh. 2032 will be long gone, I think, by 2032. <laughs> and you'll have and, to look for another job. Yeah, and the precinct <laughs> will be up and running and humming and, and a global benchmark on how you do this stuff well. Vince, congratulations on the work you do. I had no idea just how innovative it was and the fact that you, mm. you're employing... I think you said that in the old days, uh, Mitsubishi employed about nearly a 1,000 people down when, there. When they announced their closure. You're employing 1,800. Yep, and, and going upwards from there. Good for on sure. You. Thanks for coming in this Thanks. afternoon. Thank you for having me. Right up. Great. We're back after the 2 o'clock news. For a